Before we continue, we'd like to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Newcastle Business District. The Newcastle Business District continues to promote, develop, and enhance our downtown business area through community projects, promotions, and economic development. It was first created in 1983 under the name Newcastle Business Association and was renamed Downtown Miramichi Business Network. This was following Newcastle's incorporation into the new city of Miramichi in 1999. In 2006, it was renamed again to Newcastle Business District. Despite the many changes in its name over the years, the organization's goal has always remained the same, which is to further enhance the active growth of the downtown business community, Newcastle Business District. Shop Downtown Newcastle. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Corkin Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corcoran, and uh, here we are back again uh, with your weekly podcast. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's not really much to say. I was going to complain about the weather again, but I do that every friggin' intro I do. So, you know what? I'm just not going to do it this time because the weather has actually been surprisingly normal. Or not surprisingly, we knew it was going to get better, but um, yeah, enough of that. Uh, <laughs> there be people saying, "Are you bitch and moan about the weather too much?" I don't. I don't, I, I, I'm, I am guilty of that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, but I think we're all guilty of it uh, in some way, shape, or form. So, <clears throat> anyway, so uh, today I'm super excited about our guest today. Uh, today I am being joined by two members of the M- MBHS uh, Drama Club, uh, Kate Berry and Trent Power. Uh, they are going. They are playing Cinderella and Prince Charming in. Cinderella. Uh, the MVHS Drama Club presents Cinderella. Uh, it is being staged uh, at Miramichi Valley High School for $20 uh, admission uh, April 20th to the 23rd. Uh, show starts at 7 p.m. and there is a matinee on Saturday, April 22nd at 2 p.m. So uh, there will be lots of chances to see it. Definitely go uh, support uh, these guys. The, these guys are awesome and a uh, great group of kids. And I'm not just saying that because I was a member of the of the club for four years. Uh, these kids truly are amazing. These guys are awesome. So um, show some support. Uh, bring your kids out. This is a kid-friendly show. Uh, I mean, come on. Everyone knows Cinderella. Come on. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to talk with uh, Kate and uh, Trent a little bit uh, you know, about the experience of the show, what it's like approaching uh, uh, such iconic and beloved uh, characters, and uh, why you should see the show, because I've given my pitch as to why you should see it, but I'll let them tell you why you should go see the show, because I haven't actually seen it yet. They're in it. They know what's going to happen, so they will tell you why you should see it. Um, so, uh, so there's that. And then later in the show, uh, I'm going to be giving some, uh, death predictions on, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, which is fast approaching. I can't even believe I'm saying that. Guardians of the Galaxy 3, I, I'm super stoked. Uh, and so now that, uh, we are getting closer, I thought, you know, the, it's going to be a bit of an emotional, uh, roller coaster ride, this movie, uh, as it's been teased. This is our last time with the original Guardians, so... Who do I think is going to die? Uh, also, I will preface, there will be a slight spoiler warning for that uh, based on some comments that uh, a couple actors have given that may have alluded to a possible spoiler in the movie, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, that's later in the show. And then I want to be t- discuss a little bit about uh, Lucky Hank. I reviewed the pilot uh, on... Um, geez, how long ago was that now? It feels like forever ago. Episode 5 just aired, so about five weeks ago now. Uh, I reviewed the pilot, and um, so I want to give my thoughts because last night's episode, uh, episode five, was the best episode of, of the season. 
uh well series i guess you could say right now because that's all that's left or that that's all we have right now is just the five episodes so uh best episode yet and uh so is it gonna get a season two because i've i'm like oh my god i can't wait to see how long the show goes and then i'm checking the ratings i'm like are they gonna renew it uh i'm gonna give my thoughts as to whether or not they will i have no evidence to back it up but uh, the biased part of me and uh, amc bob odenkirk fan i want them to renew it so definitely guys check out lucky hank um it's actually you can check it out if you have bell 5 tv um the episodes are actually on demand there so definitely be sure to uh, check it out amazing show uh really really good show now it starts off slow like episode five really found the show is really starting to find itself i i gave it i gave it the first four episodes uh they were good episode five was tremendous so definitely check it out guys and but i'll discuss that later on the show and so without further ado well well enjoy the show Welcome back to the Corkin Entertainment Show. I'm your host, Frankie Corkin, and today I am joined by Cinderella and Prince Charming, both in the flesh, Kate Barry and Trent Power. Uh, they both star in the MVHS Drama Club's production of Cinderella this Thursday to Sunday, April 20th to the 23rd, uh, with a 2 p.m. matinee on Saturday the 22nd. Tickets are $20 and can be purchased at the door. Guys, how are you guys both doing? Really good, really good. Are you as nervous? Because uh, we, you know, we're we're days away from opening and, night. How would you describe yeah. the experience? Uh, you know, just uh, uh, of the production and uh, how, and just how quickly the year has flown by. Because it feels like just yesterday, I'm like, oh my god, they're doing Cinderella, and now it's like, oh my god, you guys opened Friday. So how you feeling, Kate? We'll start with you. I'm so sorry. I missed the question. My internet. Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, just uh, how do you feel uh, now that we're uh, uh, like, like uh, you're coming down to the wire, basically. Uh, the year has flown by pretty quickly. Uh, now you're here. The show opens Friday. How you feeling? How would you describe the whole experience as a whole? Me, definitely so exciting. I think every moment has been absolutely incredible. And honestly, I think leading up to this moment, like every time that we have gone to the practice we're just watching it happen watching the magic happen and watching it all come together at once and now that we're finally here it's incredible it's hard to believe and it's very exciting absolutely absolutely well especially because you guys are playing such iconic roles you know like uh and there's always a certain like audience uh expected like oh my god they're doing cinderella like uh like uh how 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 they envision prince charming how they envision cinderella uh trent how do you go into it when you know the audience like uh, going into it the audience knows like you know obviously cinderella is so beloved it's so popular uh is there any trepidation going uh into the role where you're like oh my god i just want to do it justice or is it just ah, oh, you know people will love it no matter what kind of thing so how do you uh go into it um i honestly like the whole like role for me um i was shocked i got it like originally but like i'm finding like i'm really trying to make it like just right like good enough to um 
But I'm trying to make it princy. <laughs> <laughs> and charming. Make yourself charming. Oh, yeah, too. and charming. But no, like, it's been good, though. Like, it's been a good, it's been a really great experience, like, playing the part. And um, no, like, I've been definitely trying to make it so that um, I can capture that kind of more feel. But also enjoying it at the same time, you know, like, getting to be there and just kind of, yeah. <laughs> Because once it's done, it's done. You're like, oh my God, I wish I could have done this. I wish I could have done that. Yeah, By the way, yeah. for those of you guys listening right now, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but uh, Trent is actually Judy Loge's nephew. <laughs> uh, did you receive any like acting advice from Judy since, I mean, she's been doing this for so long. Uh, uh, do you kind of go to her? You're like, how do I do this? How do I do this? And she's like, oh dear, let me tell you all about it. I can help you with that. <laughs> I honestly wish I could say that I did. Um, but no, actually, like when I started my, um, uh, my drama career, I guess, um, it was honestly kind of mom. Cause she kind of pushed me out there to start it. Um, she was like always telling me that I'd be good at it. And so I was like, you know what? I want to give it a shot. So I did, but no, I wish I definitely got some advice. I'll have to ask you for some. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming on the podcast actually in a couple weeks. So I'll check with her and, and, and oh, uh, try Try to arrange a little something. Uh, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Judy Loge acting classes or something. I don't know. We can do, do some sort of thing with that. Uh, Kate, uh, I guess. So I first saw you in the Drama Fest plays uh, last year. It was, uh, what was the one that you did? I can't remember the, the play, the one act you did. Yes, the $3 million lunch. That one there. And I remember as soon as I first saw that, I said, oh, my God, that girl is like crazy talented. And uh, and so how how does it feel now? That was like your uh, so was that like your first production like ever in theater or have you been doing it before? Well, thank you so much, first of all. But uh, it was actually my second. I did a another musical, Matilda the Musical, with River Maid Productions when I was 12. Um, and But that was my second time doing anything on the stage. And at, that was kind of the real push, I think, that really made me fall in love with it. Oh, and that's all. And that was, and, and I mean, like, I, I remember seeing you there. <laughs> I remember asking Matheson, I was like, who, I'm, I was like, oh my God, who was that? That she, she was so amazing. And uh, I'm sure deep down he's thinking like, don't cast her in your productions. I, I like, I want her for mine. Like there, there'd be some kind of a bidding war. And for you too, Trent, there's going to be like bidding wars. Like, like everyone on the river now uh, 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 to be in shows. Uh, so what, uh, what's it like back? Th- uh, so of course you, you, you joined high school drama last year. Did you imagine that a year later you'd be playing Cinderella? Like, did you imagine that? And what's it like now? You're like, oh my God, I can't believe that. Not, no, not even in my wildest dreams. This is, it's such a huge opportunity. I think everyone as a kid, they always, they always dream, I guess, for a girl or for a guy. But for me, just like, to be in a show if you love theater and especially like to be a princess to be an actual princess i think that's every little girl's dream and to have that actually come true such an incredible experience to be able to do that and to be a part of everything that goes with it is magical 
So no, I wouldn't I wouldn't have expected this, but I'm <laughs> I'm very grateful. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, it's just great. Yeah. You're like, yeah, like I'll join drama next year. I don't know. I can't see myself doing it next year. And then next year you're Cinderella. You're like, who, like how often does that happen? That doesn't happen too often. Like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, Trent. Uh, so when did you start acting? I can't remember. Have you been in drama like, like prior to uh, coming to high school or any of that? Um, I actually haven't now. So I started, um, I was in a play, I think last year, like last December. Um, and Kate was in it too. It was Daisy Pulls It Off. Um, yeah, so I was in that, but that was my very first um, real play. Um, and it was an amazing experience. Like just like getting in the feel of it and like experiencing that world is like, it's like probably what makes me want to stay. And just, yeah, like that was really my main, like my first uh, play was Daisy, but that that's crazy, eh? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, like you're such a natural that I'm like, oh, he's clearly been doing this for a while. You know, oh, thank you. <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's crazy. And it's just so funny. I was talking to him before we started. Like, I I actually uh uh grew up with his brother Logan. Oh yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Logan, by the way, and and <laughs> Kale as well. And I'm like, oh my god, oh. I still remember like when we were in like I can't remember what grade six i think and uh, logan's like yeah i have a little baby brother and he showed me these pictures <laughs> of trent as a baby i'm like and then now i'm like what am i doing like holy how how was that that long ago now you're in high school i'm like how old am i i feel so old now like that's crazy <laughs> time just oh passes you by man time really does just uh, uh pass you by so <laughs> Um, and yeah, Daisy pulls it off. Like that was a great one. Kate, what was it like? That was like your first big, like high school, like, like your front and center, like hell you're on the posters. Your character's name is in the title. Describe that whole experience of uh, that play. Yes, that was very surreal. Um, it was a great experience. It was a, it was a play. It wasn't a musical, but to do, but to do that in, just to have the opportunity to be able to do that, I think everything there was, it was perfect. I never envisioned myself doing, doing something like that. And it happened and it was such an incredible experience. It's hard to explain the magic of theater. <laughs> it's like, you know, and you know it. It works just, in such mysterious yeah. ways. It does. It does. It's hard to explain, but it's it, it was just incredible. It's surreal. It just left you speechless. And now here you are, and you're Cinderella, uh, and it's just so crazy. So I'll start with uh, 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 Trent with you. If you well, I mean, obviously, don't got to pitch it to me because I'm going to go see the show no, uh, no matter what. But let's just say there's some audience member on this call right now who is like, yeah, I don't know if I'll go see Cinderella. What would you say to them that, that say, like, listen, this is why you need to go see this play? What would your sales pitch be? Oh, my sales pitch. Um, I'd probably be like, well, you know, you've got to see it. It's like it's going to be honestly such an amazing musical. It's going to be really awesome um it has great effects um great songs and it's just like a classic that really 
like it's a reimagined classic, of course, but it's captured so well. Um, and the characters really like and everybody in drama, including you, Kate, like everybody um, does such a good job capturing their roles. Um, and they really hit it out of the park. Like they really nail um, the Cinderella characters. They really do. And that's, that's honestly right. probably what I'd say. <laughs> OK, so uh, I'm convinced I'm 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 like half convinced now. Maybe maybe I'll I'll go see the show now. I don't know. Maybe I'll see. Kate, can you can you convince me to go, Kate? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Like what what Trent said, the cast is, I think, excellent. We have there's so many talents, talented people that we have got to know and like so many amazing actors and actresses that are in it and the music is amazing and it's not like the usual Cinderella it's Cinderella the Enchanted version so you're gonna hear some songs that you probably have not heard before in the normal Cinderella and you're going to like it follows along the lines of of the storyline but it's different and it's it is it's like a it's a unique take on it. It's it's a it's magical. It's definitely a show worth seeing. It's it's enchanted, right? It's enchanted, <laughs> yes. No, sir, that was just a bad part. <laughs> is it magical or is it enchanted? Um <laughs> Oh god, that's so bad. Um, this podcast, go 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 through the podcast, you'll find so many terrible puns like that. So bad. Um so <laughs> How you guys feeling with regards, like, um, of course, you guys just finished yesterday your uh, dress rehearsal. And uh, Trent, we were actually talking before the show started uh, about like how like, yeah, it's it's very, very tiring. Like once you like, you know, you're doing it for 12 hours, but then by the end, it's it, it's a so worth it. Kate, uh, would uh, you agree with that? Where I mean, like, you know, you're working for especially it's not like you guys are like, oh, it's fine. We got like two lines. We just come on and come out like, no, you guys are like, well, hell, you're Cinderella. You're Cinderella and you guys are on the poster like this is your show and you guys are doing it for for 12 hours uh, during the day. So how do you feel when you start your dress rehearsal as opposed to at the very end when you're like, wow, that was a very productive day. I think we have a show like what's the feeling like? At the beginning, you know, you're in for a long day. (laughs) It's kind of the mentality, you know, it's going to be a long one, but, you know, it's going to be a good day. Um. At the end of it, it doesn't feel like 12 hours. It doesn't at all. It f- goes by really fast, actually. And it's almost like as the day goes on, well, for me anyway, it's almost like you get more energy. Like you just, you're in your element. You're doing what you love to do. It doesn't feel like a 12-hour day. It just feels like it just feels like you're having fun and doing what you love. And once you get all the costumes, that is when it hits you that the show is coming up. So by the end of it, once you do your run-throughs and we see how the show is actually going to look, it feels incredible. And you feel like, wow, it's going to be a great show. No, and that's that's the best feeling. That really is the best feeling. Trent, would you uh, agree with that statement? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yes, 
I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> Trent, I see Trent just sitting there. He's like, you stole my answers. Oh my God. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, so, so guys, um, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I just want to say just, just before we sign off, like, uh, like I can feel the excitement. I can feel yeah. the passion just oozing from you guys. And it's something that, that I don't, hear from that many people you know what i mean like it's like so just definitely live in the moment you guys like you you guys are doing such an amazing job super excited to see how it turns out and most of all just be proud of what you guys are doing you guys are doing so much good for the community and uh, entertaining us and uh just just being the best cinderella and prince charming that uh, you guys can be so is there any final words that you guys uh would like to say before we sign off Ooh, um... one last sales pitch come on <laughs> <laughs> one last sales pitch one last <laughs> Kate you should take it away you oh. have to come see the dress oh <laughs> the Cinderella dress yep <laughs> That's just yeah. gonna be a, a, like 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 a poster yeah. all over Facebook. Come see the dress. <laughs> Come see the dress. Kate Come, see. <laughs> Come see the dress. Okay, perfect. That's what we're gonna. That's what. That's what we're gonna go with. So. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's what we're gonna do all right so thank you so much guys uh break lots of legs uh this week yeah. i'll i'll see you guys uh one of the nights i think i'm going on friday night so super super stoked and uh Aww. just best of luck to you both no nah, thank you thank, thank you so, so much. much for having us yes thank you for having us yes of course at any time anytime so guys that was kate berry and trent power uh, also known as Cinderella and Prince Charming. Check out uh, the MVHS Drama Club's production, Cinderella, April 22nd, or 20th to the 23rd with a matinee on the 22nd. So we're going to take a quick break and we will be back shortly. So until then, this is Frankie, Trent, and Kate signing off. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. to the Corkin Entertainment Show. That was Kate Berry and Trent Power, uh, or Cinderella and Prince Charming. Uh, very excited to see Cinderella uh, this week, and I hope to see all of you guys out there as well. Um, <clears throat> so uh, now we're going to uh, move into our first uh, primary discussion uh, topic, which uh, this, this topic was actually sparked by... Uh, I see there was a couple of... Um, uh, people talking about the the uh, recent comments from Sean Gunn. Now, uh, of course, the topic we're going to be discussing is uh, death predictions for Guardians of the Galaxy three, uh, which is coming out very very soon. Actually, which is crazy. Uh, we're you know mid April and it's May fifth that's coming out. I cannot wait to see it. Um, so this the article that I'm talking about here, or the thing that I said sp kind of sparked this uh, discussion. Um, well, first of all, I realized I never did one for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, 
no particular reason. I just, I never really got around to it. It was just, <laughs> you're doing so many other topics and, uh, and working on other things. And I was like, oh yeah, it's right. I never did one for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, like a death prediction because, um, I wouldn't normally do it for Marvel movies, but because this is going to be the last time and well, it's been, it's kind of public knowledge now that this is going to be the last time we see this group of guardians in, uh, or together in the MCU. So, you know, I figured it's only, it's only, uh, it makes sense to do some type of a death prediction, uh, video. Um, and so, and of course, and the second reason this was sparked by a, uh, article from comicbookmovie.com. Now, of course, Sean Gunn, who, uh, plays, uh, Craglin in, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, who is actually, uh, first of all, James Gunn, uh, you know, the, the writer, director, and of course now he runs, uh, uh, DC, uh, James Gunn's brother. And he also does the motion motion capture for uh, Rocket. Uh, Bradley Cooper, do, of course, does the uh, the the voice the voiceovers. But uh, Sean Gunn does the mocap, all the movements and stuff that Rocket does. That's all Sean Gunn. And, and of course, he's Craglin, um, Yondu, or like the new Yondu, I guess you could say, for uh, Guardians. Now that uh, you know, <clears throat> sorry, sorry that I went through puberty. <laughs> um uh that of course yondu is dead spoiler alert for people who didn't see guardians of the galaxy 2 um so he was uh recently interviewed and uh so it says yeah uh guardians of the galaxy volume 3 star sean gunn suggests the threequel will be the last time he plays rocket so um this i'm gonna read the article here uh guardians of the galaxy volume 3 will serve as sean as as james gunn's yeah james gunn's farewell to the mcu and the dc studios co-ceo is gearing up to go out on a high unfortunately we expect there to be some casualties in the threequel and rocket is a character fans are definitely concerned about uh the trailers certainly want us to believe that his days are numbered and fuel has been added to the fire thanks to recent comments from sean gunn uh, the Craglin actor serves as Rocket's stand-in on set with Bradley Cooper, later lending his voice to the sentient raccoon in the recording booth. However, it appears that Volume 3 will be where he bids farewell to the beloved character. Talking to Empire Magazine via, uh, via the Direct, Gunn admitted it's a lot harder to play Rocket now that he's older. It was roughly a decade ago when Guardians of the Galaxy was shot, and added that the threequel is his swan song as Rocket. That appears to confirm that he will no longer perform motion capture uh, or reference for the hero, though it doesn't necessarily mean it's because Rocket's story ends here. Gunn is set to join his brother in the DCU as Creature Commando's Weasel and will likely take on another role beyond that. His MCU departure shouldn't matter too much, even if the actor has played an undeniably critical role in bringing his character to life on screen. Uh, After all, there are lots of talented mocap performers working in Hollywood. Um, and then they talk about, uh, just plot details and stuff like that for Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, three. So, which is coming out soon. Crazy, crazy. And I'm super excited for it. Um, so that's Sean, Sean Gunn, of course. So, um, but I see that it, it sparked a lot of debate where people are now wondering is, did he be, so, so he says, this is my swan song as rocket. Um, so I, I'm hearing lots of people taking that out of context saying, oh my God, did he just confirmed that, uh, that rocket's going to die. Um, now I do think that, you know, people do tend to blow this stuff up kind of out of proportions a little bit. I mean, he, I mean, he, I mean, sure. Uh, he's the motion capture for, uh, rocket, 
Um, he's not the voice for Rocket. But, uh, that's Bradley Cooper. So I think even if uh, Sean Gunn uh, uh, retired as Rocket, uh, they very easily could just replace him with somebody else. It wouldn't be that big of a deal. Uh, re- replacing Bradley Cooper would be... Now, of course, that's not to undermine what he's doing. Of course, character movements and stuff, that's a huge part of the, of the, of the character. Um, but with regards to... Uh, 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 these comments and oh, saying it's it's his swan song is Rocket. Uh, I don't think I we have to worry about that. I mean, like now, now to be fair, um, do I think Rocket's gonna die in Guardians of the Galaxy three? Uh, before I would have said no, and while I'm still saying no, I won't be surprised if they do kill him off. Um, that's just me though. I I don't you know I hope he survives because i think he's the best character in guardians of the galaxy or one of them anyway um so do i think he's gonna die no but if he does then then it is what it is i guess like i i I won't be shocked we'll say that um now of course there could be a big twister because of course my predictions for avengers endgame were that tony was going to retire and cap was going to die and then of course they switched the roles uh tony dies and cap retires so who knows they could be doing doing that for guardians 3 but i am standing by the prediction that i think drax is gonna die um no really real reason to back it up well i mean aside from of course dave batista has already confirmed multiple times that this is his this is his swan song as drax like this this is his final time playing him um uh so i think drax is number one for me i'm 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 confident he's he's gonna he's gonna bite the dust um and for my second i'm gonna say uh quill i will say quill i don't know what chris pratt's future in marvel is i don't think that's ever been confirmed or anything um so i'm gonna say number one most likely is drax second is quill third is rocket uh four could be Groot. would i put Groot at number four i don't know if i put Groot at number four because of course he died once in guardians one but then again this is marvel so um I'm going to say maybe Mantis. Yeah, that makes sense. Mantis. And then number five, we'll say Kraglin. That's what I'm going to go for. Now, I, I don't include uh, Gamora or um, or Jeez, um, um, uh, oh, why, why am I blanking on the names there? I don't include no, uh, Gamora or Nebula because, uh, uh, well, I mean, I guess Nebula could die, but I know um, the actress who plays her says that she would be open to returning in marvel like what like 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 playing nebula in future movies so i'm not sure maybe maybe that's a misdirect maybe she's just saying that just so people will think oh that means she's gonna survive and then she dies who knows um but i don't know just i feel like nebula probably will survive gamora they've already killed her once and of course infinity war I, i i just can't really see them killing her again um not saying that they can't it's possible i just don't see it so i'm gonna say number one drax two quill three rocket four mantis and five uh craglin um that's like most likely to least likely and then of course i think i put gamora and nebula up there um i think i put more money on nebula dying than gamora uh that's just me though uh we'll see how it goes um but anyway like i'm super stoked though to see how this because i said this is probably like my most anticipated movie of the year uh and then of course mario movie and stuff like that so um 
yeah, like I'm so I'm so stoked to see this. I th- I think this does have, have potential to be one of the best m- movies, Marvel movies of all time. I think like right up there with No Way Home, right up there with Winter Soldier, Endgame, stuff like that. Like this is a huge, because uh, without a doubt, whoever survives, it's going to be a, a completely different Guardians of the Galaxy uh, going forward. So anyway, those are my predictions, my death predictions on. Who do I think is going to die in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3? I don't think we have to worry too much about what Sean Gunn said, because I know that's where a lot of this came from. People saying, oh, he just confirmed that Rocket's going to die. No, he didn't confirm He didn't confirm nothing. He just said this is his swong song's Rocket. So even if he retired, there's a hundred other mo- motion capture actors that they could get to play the part. Um, and Bradley Cooper can still, of course, provide the voice and this and that. So I wouldn't worry about that, but... Let me know what you guys think, guys. I'm 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 really curious to see where people fall on this. Uh, who do you think is gonna die uh, from most likely to least likely? Do you think nobody's gonna die? Do you think it'll just be one big happy ending? Uh, I don't know. I kind of find that hard to believe. But <clears throat> anyways, let me know what you guys think uh, on social media. Actually, yeah, here I'll put up a poll on social media uh, with the Guardians and uh, who you think will die. Vote on who you think will die. And, uh, yeah, I'm really curious to see, uh, where, where, where people stand on that. Cause I think it's going to be really interesting to see, uh, once the movie comes out now, my final discussion topic today, uh, um, I, I wanted to, to, uh, talk about, uh, lucky Hank, which for those of you guys who don't know, that is of course the new, uh, AMC, uh, 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 black comedy show starring Bob Odenkirk, his next, his first big, uh, role after better call Saul, um, I've tuned in weekly, uh, and, uh, the first episode was great or well, really good. I'll, I'll say, I'll say really good. The first episode was really good. It, it had, it has, it had me intrigued from, from the start. Um, and so then episode two, episode two was probably my favorite of them. Uh, but then of course, episode three and four, and then now episode five, which I think easily is the best episode of the, of the season. Um, and so the big question is, I mean, like, of course, you, uh, the show is now starting to get some, like, you know, acclaim from critics and uh, not not like Breaking Bad buzz or anything like that. No, no, I not. I, and I don't think anybody expected that, but it's really starting to find its stride. Really, it, it really is like it's it's really finding out who what the show is like, like the show is really finding itself. That's what I'm trying to say. The show is really starting to find itself, and I'm super uh, uh, happy to see that because, you know, of course, the first couple episodes, I wasn't sure where this was going. Uh, they got a crazy good cast, of course, Bob Odenkirk, uh, Nancy Robertson, of course, from uh, Corner Gas, uh, one of the best, and uh, just really, really good performances uh, all the way through and good, uh, very, very well casted, too. Um, the only the the thing that that kind of has me like question like okay are they gonna get a uh second season um and i know i i see people saying this like oh probably not gonna get get a season two look at the ratings and this and that but uh so of course um the the the, the pilot episode got about three hundred thousand uh episode two three uh three hundred fifteen thousand uh three uh episode two no sorry episode three 294,000 and episode four, 312,000. Um, but this is something I think people also do need to keep in mind. Now I'm not saying that this is confirmation that we are going to get a season two. I'm not saying that 
I'm just saying um, people seem to forget that these numbers don't include streaming. They don't include, uh, you know, AMC. I don't think it includes AMC+. Plus. Uh, so, like, that's, you know, of course they say that the Walking Dead ratings were going down for years. Well, true, they were going down, but people were still watching the, like, like, like it was, it was, seemed to, like more people were watching it through streaming and uh, Netflix and, uh, and pirating. I hear Walking Dead was one of the most pirated shows uh, one year. So, that's not saying that people are like, you know, Lucky Hank is going to be the big pirated show of the year or anything. I don't anticipate that, but I just think we need to keep that in mind that those numbers there aren't definitive of, or they don't define uh, the show's success or like how many people are watching the show. Like, so that's just something that I think people need to keep in mind. But do I think it's going to get a season two? Um, I'm optimistic. Uh, critic wise, audience wise, it's very well received. Uh, in ninety three on uh, uh for for a uh, first season score on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Now, granted, Rotten Tomatoes said the Mario movie was shit. I said it was really good. So, but everything's subjective. So <laughs> that there is that. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So where where do I stand? Do I think it will get a second season? Um. We'll wait and see how it goes because who knows? They could end season one and it could be like, oh, this was this was, was like a perfect one season show. Because um, I, I guess it's based on a book. Like it, it's based on a book called Straight Man by Richard Russo. Um, and I wonder how big the book is. I don't even think I'm not even sure how long it is. But I think there's plenty of ways that they can uh, 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 stretch it into like a multi season type deal. Um, you, uh, I mean, of course, they don't want to go too, too, uh, they don't want to stray too far away from the source material. Um, or I mean, they could, I mean, I guess it's not, it's not too big of an issue, but, um, but so, yeah, so like I said, I think it is kind of too soon to say whether or not it will get a, a season two, but just, just to say, I think that people who aren't watching the show are truly missing out because I think the show is really good now. It's really starting to find its place. And, uh, and I do highly encourage everyone to check out Lucky Hank. I think it's a really good show. Um, and we'll, we'll wait and see how the first season ends. Because, I mean, of course, you know, I might say, oh, my God, this was, was the best episode. And then the quality just dips. But uh, who knows? We'll see how it goes. But, uh, guys, definitely be sure to let me know your thoughts. Uh, there's not really much to say about this uh, discussion. I was going to go way more in depth with it. But I guess when when you think about it, like, I, I don't really want to spoil it for anybody either, for people who haven't seen it. Uh, but just, I highly recommend Lucky Hank. And, uh, do I think it's going to get a season two? I think it's likely, um, whether, whether it will, it will or not, uh, who knows? Uh, cause I could say it will now and then it doesn't, but we'll see how it goes. And, uh, so yeah, guys, let me know what you guys think on social media, uh, about it. If you've seen the show, let me know. Cause I'd really love to hear, I, I'd love to hear some more hype around it because there doesn't seem to be as much of it, but, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, give it a bit of time. It could blossom into something kind of thing so anyways guys that will do it for the show today i want to thank uh, kate berry and uh, trent power for coming on uh and definitely guys don't miss out on cinderella uh it's going to be a great show i'm super stoked to see it and uh the kids they work so damn hard on it and uh, it will mean the world if we fill 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 the damn theater like come on guys we can do this um so 
Anyway, yeah, guys, definitely check it out. Uh, tickets are twenty dollars, and they can purchase at the door. Show starts at seven, and uh, with a matinee at two p.m. on Saturday. So that's it for the show today, guys. Thank you so much, and uh, well, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, this is Frankie signing off. Take it easy, guys.